Welcome everybody to Football Talk Free, the number one podcast in football. Today is Tuesday, January 12th, and I'm going to be recapping all the wild card games from the past weekend. And and I'm sorry I didn't last week I didn't get out my podcast for my prediction. Predictions. I really wanted to to I was getting ready for school school on I'm sorry, these past couple weeks I haven't been the best. That that's on me. That's on me. I probably should have planned better to get my podcast ready. Ready I went on vacation for a little bit and then I had to help my parents move into their house and had to get myself ready to go back to school. That's that's my bad. Back at school right now. Now and I gotta spend time on that, but I'm gonna get plans and got myself a plan so I can do football talk with Freddie. Freddie until the season's over with. Then I'm gonna probably do like a week. Every week I'll do an update on like some of the top stories. Talk about some of the teams. Teams I got I got some I got some ideas. Yeah, but first, right now the focus is on the playoffs. So so I'm going to recap all the playoff games, wild card games from this past weekend. And then on Friday I'm going to be posting my predictions for the the divisional round. So, yeah, let's, let's get to the recap. So, the first game we're going to recap is the uh, Indianapolis Colts-Buffalo Bills game. The Buffalo Bills beat the Colts 24, or 27 to 24. Josh Allen, he had a good day. He was, he was 26 to 35, had 324 yards, two touchdowns. Then he had 54 yards on the ground. And a rushing touchdown. Philip Rivers, he had a solid day. 309 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's always good for for him. And the uh, Bill, the Colts, I would say, had all the momentum in this game for for, for the most most of the game. They were they were just driving downfield, scoring. Bell Rivers was making a lot of throws. Throws, and Jonathan Taylor picked up uh, some. Crucial third down. Bill, Bill, and the Bills cannot stop stop the Colts. Colts, uh, and then at the, around the two-minute warning, they it was a fourth and goal. Goal. The, uh, the Colts were on the four-yard line. They they attempted to go for a touchdown to try to go up by ten points and, uh, before halftime. Halftime. Instead of kicking the field goal, if they kicked the field goal, they would have been up by 13. Or not 13 points, they would have been up. Uh, they would have... Or no, they would have been... Yeah, they would have been up 13-7. 7 instead of... 13-7, but instead they went for the... For the fourth down. Phillip Rivers... Just overthrew Michael Pittman by like a yard, and they weren't able to get the first or not the first down, the touchdown. Bills were able to stop him, and then Josh Allen made some incredible throws. Was able to 
drive 90, 60 yards towards that sample of the bill, give them a 14 10 lead, lead at half. Have a lot of Colts fans are mad about that decision because it costs, it almost cost them the game. Because it's technically, and of course, you can miss the kick. But, but theoretically, if they kick field goal, would have gone into overtime. But, but yeah. Yeah, that, that's a, that's the thing. Thing one call can change, can can possibly change the outcome of the game. I mean, even in the second quarter, obviously we don't know what would happen. Who knows? And also, if they went for it, maybe the kicker missed it. Probably shouldn't. Probably as long as Jim Allen think would miss it, so so he's a pretty good kicker inside under 50 yards. So. No, but he did miss a 33 yarder. So, but but the Bills defense could not stop the Colts. Colts, and then the Bills were up by two scores going into the fourth quarter. Colts scored 14 points. Points, and it looked like they might they and they had a chance to win it in the end. In the end. They drove downfield. It was fourth. It was fourth. Or no, no, it wasn't fourth and ten. I think it was third and ten. Ten or something. Uh, Phil Rivers threw a dot to, uh, I think it was Pascal. Pascal, he caught the pass. And then he wasn't touched. Touched. And he got up because in the NFL, if you're not touched, you... Uh, you're, you're not down. That's that's the rule. You have to be down by contact. So if you're on the ground, catch the ball, and you're on the ground, you can still get up and and advance the ball. So so that's what he tried doing. And then I think it was a Jordan Poyer. He stripped the ball, and then I think Tre'Davious White recovered it. I could mind that mixed up up, but but then the rest they according to them. They they said it was not a fumble. Fumble. They thought he was down. They did not reverse the call. I think it was a fumble, and and obviously they're told unless there's there's at least full evidence that there that there's the call was wrong. Uh, that they're not supposed to change it, and and I did see an angle where. Might have been, where there might not have been a full evidence. So, so but the Bills, but but the rest called them down. Then they, then, then they. I think they had like 20 seconds left. They couldn't, they couldn't get in field goal range. They had to take a hail mary. And they didn't convert it. Good thing the Bills learned how to cover a Hail Mary, especially in the playoffs. Rather, glad it happened in the regular season to the, to the Cardinals and not in the playoffs. The same that. I want to see that happen again. But Bills get the win, move on. Philip Rivers, that might have been his last game, who knows. I, I think he, he proved that he still has it in him. 
if he comes back, I understand his decision he's been fighting the same for a long time. Six, 16 years, I think. I think he was drafted in 04, so yeah, 16 or 17 years. It's been a long time. Time Colts, they have a bright future. They're a few pieces away from being a great team. But, but they're still they're still a really good team. And they gave the Bills a fight that he spent really good. So the the Colts are gonna and the Colts I think have a lot of cap space. I I'm I'm gonna figure that out after the Super Bowl. Well, I'll talk about all the teams, what they need to do in the draft, free agency, cap space. I'll talk about all that later. I think they do have a good amount of cap space coming up. So, so the question is going to be this offseason, who's going to be the quarterback? Is it going to be Brissett? Rivers come back? Will they draft somebody? So that, that, I'll be talking about that a little bit later. But the Bills move on. It's their first win in the playoffs since 95. So... So good, uh, good for the Bills. And, and moving on, we got the LA Rams thing on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Rams, I, I, I got to give them credit. They came to play Seahawks. I, I don't know what happened. Happened. John Wolford, he came in as the starter. Jared got still recovering from his injury, his uh, handed or thumb injury, I think it was, broke his thumb. So he was an emergency quarterback. John Wolford came in, and then he got hurt. He, I think, he he had a serious neck injury, and Jared Goff had to come in. He didn't play the best, but he did enough to get the win. It was nine of nineteen at 165 yards. Yards on the ground, or not on the ground, through the air. Jared Goff's not really a runner. So, uh, he, yeah, no. he was 9 for 19, had 155 yards, one touchdown. Down Cam Akers, the rookie from Florida State, had a great day 28 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown. Malcolm Brown had 30 yards as well. Had a great rushing attack. That's what I expected the uh, Rams to do. Super Cup. Four receptions for 78 yards. Robert Woods had four receptions for 48 yards and a touchdown. Russell Wilson, not a good game. I I thought I picked the Seahawks to win this because obviously I I didn't think John Wolford would get it done. Well, he yeah, he also didn't because he got hurt. And I knew the Rams had a great defense. They probably had the best defense out of all the teams in the playoffs. So. I thought, but Seahawks and their defense was playing a lot better. Offense though was struggling, but I thought Russell Wilson would would be like LeBron James in the playoffs. Is that, is that a bad bad them saying that? Like, but I thought he would be just didn't have the best second half of the regular season, but then when it's playoff time, which crunch time, he'll he'll go off. He did not. He was 11 of 27 at 174 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Was back five times. They need some help, especially on the O line. Chris Carson had 77 yards on the ground. The DK Metcalf had two touchdowns, five receptions for 96 yards. 
yards, uh, Bob Wagner had 16 tackles, he was all over the field. Aaron Donald had two sacks, three tackles for loss. Jerron Reed had five tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss for the Seahawks. But they, and Darius Williams, he had a pick six for the Rams. Rams, Rams, defense, they, that, that's what's going to be carrying us to the playoffs. Not Jared Goff. Goff, they, they, they play the Buccaneers? Yeah, they play the Buccaneers. Or did they play the well, no, I know they play the Packers. They play the Packers. Packers have a really good offense. So, they're... Rams... Rams are going to need to... need to put up uh, some points against the Packers. Packers. So. Uh, Jalen Rams against Devontae Adams. That's going to be a great matchup. So, so excited for that. Uh, uh, Rams, they get big wins. I, Sean McVay, he's probably one of the most underrated coaches in football. Okay, this team, they did not have a lot of traffic, they did not have a lot of salary cap. And, he, and Sean McVay, the team, some said this, the team wouldn't want to make the playoffs, they made the playoffs, and then they beat the division winners. They lost them like two or two or three weeks ago. But it's also hard to beat teams three times in each week. And then again, the Rams did beat them earlier in the year, so. So, yeah, uh, happens for the Rams. Rams, they got a tough road ahead of them. They got, they got the Packers this week in Lambeau. And it's probably going to be cold, so. And they're, they probably got six that are game playing up front in the ball, Cam Akers. And for Jared Goff, I'll have another week to uh, to get that hand healed or thumb healed, which will be nice. Nice hand. Maybe it will be a good thing if it's freezing. Maybe. Because then he might not have to throw a lot, especially if they get a good knee. So the Seahawks, they're, they're out of it. They they got they got to get things figured out on defense. Big thing on them and get some help on the offensive line. Moving on, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. I guess Tampa Bay, the offense was really good. Sort of, or it, it wasn't bad. Bad. Uh, they won the game 31 to 23. Washington had a really good defense, especially. In their front seven, seven uh, Durant, Durant Payne, Payne, Chase Young, Montez Sweat. What they got? They got a good front seven. The Buccaneers, and they have an explosive offense. Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Strong, Leonard Fournette. And they got a great offense. Taylor Heineke, he got the start over Alex Smith. Alex Smith, he's Still hurting, and they got Taylor Heineke. He was the third string in the XFL last year for the St. Louis uh, Battlehawks. Uh, so he didn't get to play a whole lot. He was behind uh, Nick Fitzgerald, former Mississippi State quarterback, and uh, Jordan Hawk, Thomas, 
So he was the guy that did the Bud Light Seltzer uh, thing celebration. If you were watching the watching the the uh, the celebration in the locker room, I'm not sponsored by them, by the way. So so that yeah, but um, but uh, Tom Brady he. He, he was all right. He was 22 of 40. Not not bad. That 381 yards, pretty solid. Two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette had 93 yards on the ground. Taylor Heineke, though, though uh, he he did not give up on the team. A lot of people were calling him Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. Yeah. Uh, that, that's been his nickname. And if you don't know who he, who he was, he was a quarterback at Old Dominion in 20. 15, I think. I think that might have been the year that the uh, the Virginia Tech, I think it was. And I might say it was a little bit later. I, I can't I can't remember, but he went to Old Dominion. Not really known for producing NFL players. Players that just became an FBF uh, not too long ago. So, so it's nice they got a quarterback there. He. He had six carries, four six yards, one touchdown. Down, he had three hundred six yards, one touchdown, one interception, back twice. Antonio Gibson could not get a whole lot going. Gone. And Cam Tim, he he had seven receptions for 104 yards. Derek McLaurin, six receptions for 75 yards. Logan Thomas, five receptions for 74 yards. Mike Evans had six hundred receptions for 119 yards. Cameron Brady, four receptions for 80 yards. Chris Godwin, five receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown. But, but the Buccaneers, as offense, offense, how many? They, they, they struggled, especially in the first half. The first half, they they had had four or, or in, in this game they had four field goals in this game, which you're not going to win with field goals. Go with Washington besides Taylor Heineke and Cam Newton. Their passing game was all right. Uh, Tampa Bay had to play a little bit better on defense. They did. Then I got stopping the run. One day, they, I think they, yeah, they have a pretty solid rushing defense. Defense, defense, uh, the offense, and they're 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 pretty good. But but yeah, Tom Brady got his first playoff win in the NFC. NFC. Washington, they kind of see your seven and nine. I not many people expected them to win and obviously they didn't but yeah, but the team I think they got right future under Ron Rivera. They, defense is is pretty solid. They just they just got this stuff figured out on offense and they could be be a threat in a couple of years, I think. Just gotta figure out who's gonna be the long term quarterback. Maybe get another receiver next to McLaurin. Try to figure out your running back. Gibson, he's 
been up and down here. So, so yeah, Buccaneers moving on. They'll be taking on the Saints for the third time. They lost those first two, so maybe they'll find a way to pull them up today. Not easy to be a team three times in a row. Next, we got the Ravens versus the Titans. The Titans, the Lamar Jackson, the story going into this game was he can't win a playoff game. He was 0-2 or 0-3. 0 and 2 going into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, people thought he can't he couldn't win in the playoffs. He proved he proved them wrong. Athens, it was, it was okay. He was 17-24, had 179 yards, one interception, sacked five times. But on the ground, he absolutely killed the time. He had 136 yards on 16 carries, one touchdown. Jake Adams had 43 yards on a rushing touchdown. They had 236 yards on the ground, averaged 6.7 yards per carry. Nobody could stop them on the ground. Now, the Ravens, what they did, well, they stopped the run. Derrick Henry at 40 yards, his worst game this season. Uh, before this, it was a game against the Bills. He had 66 yards, but I think he still had two touchdowns that game. So, so yeah, this was his worst game. They, Brian Tannehill was 18 and 26, had 165 yards, one touchdown, one hit. AJ Brown had six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown had a big day, seven receptions for 109 yards. Marcus Peters had a pick. Tara Landry had a big solid day for the Titans. He was all over the field, 10 tackles, two sacks, one tackle for loss, three hits on the quarterback. Austin Butler had a pick. And the Ravens were able to get the job done. 20 to 13. Seeing the Titans defense happen. Pretty well, just they pretty well, but then again, the Titans Ravens, and this isn't to disrespect Lamar Jackson or anything, but uh, they are 32nd in the run game, so or pass game. No, they're number one in the run game, so they do run a lot because their offensive style. Lamar Jackson, you don't want him throw, and there's no disrespect to him. I think he's a great player. He, he's easy. He's just unique. Unique. And, and a lot of people are like, yeah, he, does they need to improve out of passes? Yes. But, but the way Greg Roman has set up that offense for, for him, for the Ravens, it doesn't, he doesn't have to like rely on his passing bill too much. Now, there might be games where he has to, and that can be a concern, concern but I, I think he can get it done. done. He does take some help in the receiving game. So, so uh, Ravens are going to be taking on the Buffalo Bills, Titans. They had a good run. Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Simmons all had three tackles, one half tackles for loss. They had a good run. Fancy are 11-5. They better than nine and seven, so that's good. They won the NF or AFC South. 
they, I think they have a bright future under Mike Rabel, and we, I, and you probably saw that last year. So Ravens, they got the job done. Didn't start off the year that well, but, but they're probably the hottest team right now in the AFC, next to the Bills. Bills, but you're, we're in the divisional round. There's four teams left in the AFC, so, so it's, it's some of the best teams. We'll see, we'll see what the Ravens can do. Hopefully they loosen my bills. No, sorry, Patrick, if you're listening to this. But, but Ravens are having a finishing the year off strong. It's not, it's not about how you start. Now you got to start off good. But it's about how you finish the game. You start off the game fine, but you don't finish well, there's a chance you could lose. you got to play well the whole season. Or at least that's what you want to do. Sometimes it doesn't work like that, but how you finish the game, the game, or battle the adversity, that, that's how you'll. That will determine how well you can do as a team. So, so good, good for the Ravens. Next game, we got the Bears versus the Saints. Not a whole lot to talk about the Bears defense. This game kind of went how I. I expected it to be low scoring. I didn't expect the Saints to put up more than like 24 points. Bears, Bears offense has a bunch of holes, as we've seen. Mr. Trubisky, I hate to say, I don't believe he's the future if it hasn't been proven already. Saints, they do have really good defense, and, and you have to respect that. Their, their defense is, is probably the best, second best in the, in the NFC. It probably goes Rams, Saints, Packers, and Buccaneers. Out of the four remaining teams, but Bears, they have a really good defense, too. too and, and they did a solid job, but obviously not enough. Enough Drew Brees. It was 20 at 39, had 265 yards, two touchdowns. Offensive line did a nice job. He was not sacked at all. Mitch Trubisky, who was 19 of 29, 199 yards, one touchdown. Sacked one time. But he did win the MVP. The Nickelodeon valuable player. Nickelodeon, they... they I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this later if we have time. But pretty much what they did was they were trying to like, get, get the kids involved in football and teach them. So they did like a a broadcast of the game, talk about the rules, talk about football and all that. It was, it was uh, as somebody, it was, for as a kid, I think I would, uh, could appreciate it as an adult right now, pretty much, even though I don't know how to say that, or as a, Donald Frank, like, it, I guess it was a little, I don't know. I, I wanted to watch it to see what they did. did and I under, since I already knew all the rules and everything, I guess it got it going. But, but it wasn't really meant for me. But, but I'll admit Nickelodeon did a nice job. Even though mixing, like, the cartoon with SpongeBob, top, like, some of the comparisons, like Alvin, this, Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
to Al Kamara talk about um, uh, our young Sheldon doing the penalties. And I'll talk about all that later. But the Saints, as they won this game, they did just enough on offense. Defense did their job. Bears, offense, could not do anything. Dave Montgomery had 31 yards. They, they could not run the ball at all. Because that's what they did best. Allen Robinson, six receptions for 55 yards. Javon Wims. Wims, they, he had a touchdown. This game could have been at least 21 to to 16, 21 to 16. But Jawan Wins dropped the pass. Trubisky threw a dime, and he, he dropped the pass. That, that's a catch you got to catch. But Jamie uh, Harris, he had, he had a solid day. He, he came up big, seven receptions for 83 yards. C.J. Gardner-Johnson had eight tackles in this game. The Amanda Bears, Bears are done. question is, are they bringing Who's going to be the quarterback next year? Whether they get sick with Trubisky, try to develop him, or are they are they going to get rid of Matt Nagy? Who knows? That that Bears are going to be an interesting team to watch this offseason. So, same same thing as Drew Brees going to retire, but right now it's not if he's going to retire because right now the focus should be trying to get to the Super Bowl. Try to get Bruce the ring. Another ring. So, so next one for the Saints, though, will be taking on the Buccaneers. Have beaten them twice. Will they beat them a third time? We'll find out later. Then the last game, we got the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland won the game 48 37. They got to a, hard, a hot start at 28 points in the first quarter. Quarter. And and was up 35 to 10 and a half. Second half, uh, Pittsburgh started crawling back. Had a chance to make it one possession. The one possession game earlier. Uh, they did not come back and win. Or they were, weren't able to get it done. And the Browns get their first playoff win. Then They, they, they did say 95, I think, as well for them. But here's, here's the thing. Or here's the, it, it's weird. I, I don't know how you guys think about it, but, like, but for me, that, that, that Cleveland Browns team there is, like, since 95, where the Browns did not become a, the, the new Browns, the new generation, or the current Browns, they didn't become a team until 99 when they became an expansion team. Because the old Browns, they, they're now the current Baltimore Ravens. They moved to Baltimore. So, so from what it sounds like, they keep that history with the current Browns. Browns, but I don't know if you can really keep it. Really, like, different owners, different... Even though owners have changed, but, but I don't know. The point, the point is, if Cleveland, they won the game. 
many people expected them to lose. They were without Kevin Stefanski, their head coach. They were without Joel Petonio, Denzel Ward. Uh, they played. They didn't play the best the following week against the other backups. They, they proved everyone wrong. They got the win, and that's what I like. Like, um, they proved everyone wrong. Baker Mayfield, he, he had a bounce back here. Last year, not the best. So he was 21-34, had 263 yards, three touchdowns. Big Ben, 47 for 68. When it's quarterback throws 68 times, not most of the time it's not a good thing. He had 501 yards, four touchdowns, great, but four interceptions. Might be his last game, who knows. A lot of Steelers fans want to move on from him. And uh, they could not get a run game going. James Conner had 37 yards on the ground. Big Chubb had 76 yards for the Browns. And then Kareem Hunt had two rushing touchdowns. Travis Landry had 92 yards through the air on five receptions and one touchdown. And Big Chubb had four receptions for 69 yards. Austin Jew for seven receptions for 46 yards. Juju and Bianca Johnson both had big days. Juju, 13 receptions, 157 yards, one touchdown. Deontay Johnson, 11 receptions, 117 yards. Chase Claypool, the rookie from Notre Dame, had five receptions for 59 yards and two touchdowns. So, Marquis Bounty, he had a fumble in his game. Start, start off the game, I think. Then the Browns recovered it for a touchdown. But, but Browns, Browns, they got a really good offense. Defense played pretty pretty good as well. Left 37 points, obviously, but got some turnovers. Well, four turnovers, four four interceptions, and then the fumble. Theoretically, it's not their fault, or they didn't cause it, but or maybe they did. Maybe the person got the Marcus Pounds be nervous. I don't know. He's a veteran, so who knows? Who knows? But I'm happy for the Browns. They got their win. They're taking on the Chiefs next week. Maybe they, they can prove they can cause it. Not that. I, I would love to see the Bills and Browns in the AFC Championship. That 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 would be awesome. I would love to see that as well. Two teams that haven't had the best history. So. The Browns, they've never been to a Super Bowl. Still, they've been to four. They went to four in a row in the 90s. And uh, we're not going to talk about that. So, so I'm happy for the Browns. They move on. Steelers, they, they, they are known to see Start off 11 and 0, last five weeks. They went like one and five to not finish the year. Well, so so they they need to get things for out. They need to get a running back. Juju, his contract, I think, ends this year, so they bring him back. Right, you know, you know, Steelers got some, got a lot of questions going into next to the offseason. Browns, Browns, they they're an up and coming team. And they proved that this year. They they had talent. Coaching last year was a problem, but Jeff Fancy, even though he didn't coach the team, uh, he, he hired a good staff. 
So yeah, good, good for them. And and now I'm going to uh, talk about some of the stories going on around the NFL. NFL. Uh, so the first story we have, we got the Eagles firing Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, he he he's been fired. The Eagles will be looking for new head coach. They already set up an interview with uh, the 49ers defense coordinator, uh, Robert Sala. That does think Name. I, I, I think I believe that's the same. He's going to be interviewing for the job. Texans is going to be interviewing the enemy, Deshaun Watson. From what it sounds like, really wants him to be the head coach of the Texans. He hasn't been happy with the organization. So maybe they have the enemy. No one. Who? Deshaun. To, uh, to stay in that season. So. Uh, next, uh, we got we got Aaron Rodgers to be hosting the game of celebrities. Uh, are going to be hosting a game on Jeopardy. Uh, that 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 should be pretty cool. Jags are waiting on Urban Meyer, supposedly. Uh, supposedly, he's not. He hasn't been full. He hasn't been fully committed to the Jaguars about having the job, maybe. So, we'll see what happens. Raiders hired former Jags head coach. We got Bradley as the defense coordinator. Yeah, they the Raiders need help on defense. Anthony Costanza is going to be retiring. This might for 10 years been a great tackle. But I wish it was a veteran in retirement. And if uh, the Colts will be weak, we'll need to get to find a new tackle. Uh, Dan Quinn's going to be the Cowboys defense coordinator. I'd say that's a solid pickup. Pickup, like, we saw what he, he did with Seattle and Atlanta. Obviously, it didn't really work, work out, but we'll see. Bill, Alabama's going to hire Bill O'Brien. And he's a solid offensive coordinator, so that's, that's good for him. Get another job. And that, that, that's all the stories going on in the NFL as of right now. Now, on Friday, I'll be posting my NFL predictions for the wild card or for the divisional round. There's four games going to be talking about and breaking them down. Who I think is going to win. Set up what both teams need to do. And, yeah. Hope you guys have 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 a great rest of your week. Stay safe out there. Uh, and hail state, go Bills.